Father God, we've gathered in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to hear your word today. May the Holy Ghost anoint and open the understanding of each and every listener of your word. May your word be kept in all our hearts and allow us to meditate upon your word of prophecy. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord and welcome back to Weekly Message here at WGM Church. The date today, uh, today's date is June 6th, 2021. Glad you can join us again. Uh, Let us all begin with Meditation of the Week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Job, book of Job, chapter 11, verses 11 and 12. For he knoweth vain men, he seeth wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? For vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's colt. And once more, Job 11, verse 11 and 12. For he knoweth vain men, he seeth wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? For vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's colt. The Bible says that man is born like a wild ass's colt, just like above in verse 12. Moreover, the Bible also says, man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beasts that perish in Psalm 49. One of the most common words used by Americans to name a foolish person is ass, A-S-S. This means someone that is foolish or stupid. In the text, 
When Job was in trouble, one of his friends was talking to Job, thinking that Job was a hypocrite and a liar. And he was talking about a man who was born like a wild ass's colt. A wild ass's colt is similar to a donkey. One of the fables we learned in elementary school is the story of the salt merchant and his donkey by Aesop. So the story is the merchant was crossing the stream with heavy salt on the donkey's back. While crossing, the donkey accidentally stumbled and fell into the water. When he got up from the water, all the salt had dissolved in, in the water, and his load was lightened. It became, it became very light. Knowing this, the next trip with more salt, the donkey deliberately fell to lighten his load of salt. The following day, the donkey was loaded with cotton this time. The load was surprisingly light, and nevertheless, this foolish donkey deliberately fell into the water again, thinking that it would be lighter afterwards. However, the story ends with the cotton completely soaked in the water, and it had become so heavy that it, the donkey couldn't move. The Bible speaks of donkeys in several places. One of God's words to Moses after he brought the people of Israel out of Egypt through Moses is a reference to a donkey. In Exodus 13, verse 12 and 13, he said, That thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix. Now the word here, matrix, is a mother's womb. And every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast, the males shall be the Lord's, and every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck. And all the firstborn of man among thy children shalt thou redeem. In other words, he said that in order to save the donkey's firstborn, a lamb must be killed to redeem the donkey. When John the Baptist saw Jesus appearing to the river Jordan, to be baptized, he cried out to the Jews, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. In other words, if they do not believe in Jesus, the Lamb, which takes away the sin of the world, to redeem them with the blood of the Lamb, they shall be destroyed like the donkey that will die with a broken neck. But, if they believe in him, they shall receive eternal life. The prophet Zacharias prophesied that when Jesus, the Lamb of God, would come into the world, and that he would ride on an ass's colt. Zechariah 9 verse 9, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, he is just, and having salvation, lowly, and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the fowl of an ass. God, who spoke through the mouth of prophet Zechariah, appeared in the land of Judea in the name of Jesus. In order to fulfill his word, 
the Lord Jesus rode on a colt and became a lamb of God for all sinners of the world who were born like a colt of wild ass. Before entering Jerusalem, he commanded his disciples in Matthew 21, verse 2 and 3, Go into the village over against you, and straight away ye shall find an ass tied, and a colt with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them. And straight away he will send them. At this time, they brought the colts, put their clothes on them, and put the Lord on the colt. Also, a very large crowd spread their clothes on the road, while others cut branches and spread them on the road. The crowd went ahead and followed, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At that time, they would not have known that they were born like wild asses' colts, and that unless the Lamb Jesus Christ atoned for their sins, their necks would be broken off like donkeys, and they would perish forever into hell. Not only that, but among 7 billion plus people today living in the world, the unbelievers who are born like wild asses' colts, not knowing that unless they believe in the Lamb, Jesus Christ, for all their sins to be redeemed, their necks shall be broken and perish eternally in hell. Reflecting upon this reality, we may understand the feelings, the sorrow of Jesus who wept for Jerusalem. When Jesus entered Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, he rode on a colt. He became a ransom and died on the cross for sinners who are born like wild asses colts. However, when Jesus returns on the second advent, he will come to judge those who did not want to be redeemed through his blood, the unbelievers. This time he will not be riding on a colt, but on a white horse in heaven. Apostle John who foresaw this amazing scene in the Holy Spirit, testified of what he saw in Revelation 19, verse 11 through 13. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. God speak to those who do, not, who do not yet realize that they are sinners born like wild asses colts, and not willing to be redeemed by the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God. Their necks are going to be cut off, and they'll be perished in the eternal lake of fire. Psalm 32 verse 9 Be ye not as the horse, or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth 
must be held in with the bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Instead of having horse sense, the Bible says the horse hasn't got any sense. He'll charge into automatic weapon fire on the battlefield. Similarly, we see foolish and stubborn mules die acting like ignorant horses. It is a pity seeing so many people in many nations still they're still falling into hell without seeing the sudden death trap, just like the horses and mules without understanding. Therefore, we Christians should pray for them as well as evangelize to them so that the Holy Ghost may open their understanding to be saved to the redemption of the Lamb of God. And finally, even though we were born like a wild ass's colts, we are saved through the redemption through Jesus Christ and received the remission of sins to be the disciples of Jesus Christ. But unless we are awakened spiritually, we also could suffer as the witty donkey from the fable. The Lord Jesus said to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Sometimes we may feel our cross is too heavy, too burdensome. When we put it off, you know, for a while we may feel comfortable with the lightness. But like the donkey carrying a lot of cotton, when he fell into the water, on purpose to take off its light load. It had much more to carry. If we take off our cross on purpose, we can have a comfortable life temporarily. However, we should all know that a much heavier cross awaits us. Christians living in the last days should keep in mind that many Christians living in this age love to seek their own benefit first and live without bearing the cross, and eventually live in greater suffering. One last question before we close out the message. Are you saved? Do you have Jesus in you? I want to share a couple of verses with you first. Uh, first in John 1, verse 11 through 13, he came unto his own, and his own received him not, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Jesus Christ came into Israel as a Jew. He's a Jewish man. His own people didn't receive him. They rejected him. They didn't see that not everybody received him. But by his grace, he came unto all the Gentiles of the world, the non-Jewish people, non-Israel people, so that we may be saved from the depths of hell. John 1, 11 through 13 clearly says so. We're not born of blood. There's no bloodline between me and Jesus. We have no blood relation. Nor of the flesh. 
there's no lineage with, with me through the flesh. But this is of God through the Holy Spirit. You have to be born again. One more in John 3, verse 5 through 7. This is Nicodemus, a Pharisee, listening to um, Jesus is testifying to Nicodemus how a person must be reborn. Your dead spirit must be reborn with the Holy Spirit. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So even Jesus says you have to be, everyone has to be born again to see the kingdom of God. And what is kingdom of God? The Bible says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Not one person is righteous on earth, only Jesus. He invites you to be his child and receive eternal life. Only by admitting that you're a sinner, repent, in other words, turn away from sin, and believe in your heart that Christ died for your sin, and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures, you shall be saved. This is the grace of God. Hope you have a wonderful week out there. God bless and may the grace and truth of our Lord Christ Jesus be with you always. Amen.